What's going on, guys? You're on the sidelines with the sideline guys. I'm your host, uh, Derek Myers, and I have Rick Sincere from NTMP Sports on with me. What's going yeah, on, bro? Chilling, man. Always chilling. Man. In the building, feeling good, man. You know the season is about to kick off, and so um, Saints football is tonight. I know Eagles football happened yesterday, so I know you got something to say about that. But um, Saints football is tonight, and I'm geeked about it. Yeah, man. Uh, well, <laughs> let's get into this breaking news. Um, it sounds like uh, Antonio Brown is um, contemplating retirement. I'm not playing without my helmet. Okay. This this actually just takes this diva receiver thing to another level. I. I... <laughs> Yo, I want my old helmet. I'm not playing with that new helmet. Don't give me that. I don't want that. I don't uh, like the way it feels. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. <laughs> what? Now, see, I didn't even know that this was an issue, uh, helmet thing, but uh, I was just reading that um, Jeff Miller, the NFL's uh, executive vice president of health and safety initiatives, yeah, um, just he said in April that um, the helmets that there are certain helmets that were uh, that lost uh, certification, and he said that the, the those prohibited helmets will not be allowed in the locker room. A player will will not be allowed on the field wearing such a helmet. So I'm assuming whatever helmet he has is one that they have banned now, and uh, it doesn't look like that he's going to be able to uh, wear it. Yo, so my dude. Um... <laughs> <laughs> First off, my dude has disappeared from camp and he's disappeared from the Raiders facility. Right. So nobody <laughs> knows his whereabouts. I guess he sent in a message in a bottle and they opened it and possibly <laughs> said, and it said, I'm not playing. If y'all let me get my old helmet back. Just straight up though. And so they they <laughs> They must have sent. Well, apparently, I think he's been meeting with the um with the NFL for two hours this morning or something. Yeah. That's kind of what I've heard so far, and and according to that meeting, you know that that meeting is basically over. Um, you know, this whole helmet situation. They've you know made a decision that he can't do it. He can't wear that helmet. He's made a decision that if he can't wear his helmet, he won't be playing. He has figured out. Well, not figured out, but he has in the past went toe to toe with. Um, an NFL organization being right. the Pittsburgh Steelers right. and said, you know, and won. He won. Yeah. Now, I guess he's getting, okay, okay, wait, I'm, let me, I'm going to finish your statement, then I'm going to get to my <laughs> other point. But okay. he's, first off, he felt that <laughs> he goes toe-to-toe with the Steelers, he wins that battle, gets traded, forces them to trade him, he trade gets traded, mm-hmm. forces a new organization to give him a contract. They give him the new contract, right? Mm-hmm. And now he's one of the highest paid dudes, period. He's also and this was after <laughs> this was after he had already got a new deal not too long ago. So right. he gets another new deal. He's, you know, the guy on the team, he's the number one. His son still doesn't know that they don't play for the Steelers yet, but still <laughs> he's <laughs> Where's Wattisburger? But then, then, <laughs> But even with all that, right? Even with all that 
He feels that, you know what? Taking on Steelers wasn't enough. Forcing the Raiders to give me a new contract, not enough. Uh-huh. Now I'm going toe-to-toe with the whole NFL organization. I'm going toe-to-toe with the whole league. And they're gonna let me wear my helmet. I thought that they, I thought that he was getting a bad rap. I thought he was getting <laughs> a bad rap so for being a diva. I am wrong. <laughs> I am wrong. He is not getting a bad rap. He is out of control. Bro, he just signed a thirty million dollar contract, three year thirty million dollar contract. No, I'm sorry, three years fifty million, thirty million guaranteed. Now yeah, more than that, because I know the year before I think he made like eighteen. Yeah, yeah, he's got a fifty million uh, right now. He'll be unrestricted free agent in twenty twenty two. So, if if he retires, does that contract get voided? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would tell you right now, man, I'm about to go try out for some team and then retire real fast. Man, that's some fast money if you can do that. Yo, when I read it, I thought it was a prank. I thought it was a false like account. I thought so too. I... You know what I mean? But it's Adam <laughs> Schefter. Yeah, it, and his. And yo, you had to make sure it was verified too. Yeah, it's verified, Adam <laughs> Schefter. I, I had to make sure I start reading the every letter in the Schefter to make yeah. sure. It <laughs> you know, sometimes it's like Adam Schefter. Yeah, like yeah, some, yeah. They changed the R to D. Yeah, yeah. Bro, okay, so let me ask you a question. If yeah. Antonio Brown does not play this season, what what is your uh early prediction for the Raiders? Dookie. Um <laughs> I don't <laughs> Or should should they try to look to trade him? Um Well, golly, if you trade him, there's so much dead money. Yeah. Like it's so much dead money, it's so much um it's so much you'll have to to deal with and then at this point man he got frozen feet no head what they gonna do like who, who's who's the team was like yeah bring the 30 year old guy with frozen feet and, and this diva attitude and the and i mean he still won't have his helmet like so yes bring him over and we'll turn him into a superstar who's doing that oh, nobody God. bro the, the funny part is the saints were going after antonio brown too right right they went after Antonio Brown. Now, I tell you this: he would not have gotten those frozen feet in Louisiana. That's that's <laughs> well, that's for real. Like, well, he wouldn't have got that if he was doing the cryotherapy. He definitely still would have done it. Who's gonna give you cryotherapy in Louisiana? <laughs> 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 you got to fly in that person. <laughs> anyway, um, so well, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what happened to him. It looks like um, somewhat of. I'm not gonna say male practice, but it looks like somebody didn't know what they were doing. No, or, they just didn't. Put, he didn't put the socks on. That's what I'm saying. Like they didn't yeah. know what they were doing, or he didn't know what he was doing. But being the type of diva he is, they probably told him put the socks on, and he was like, "I ain't wearing them socks." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know, man. Adam Schefter says this. Um, Antonio Brown believes the new helmet that the rules mandate he wears protrudes out and interferes with his vision as he tries to catch football. It tries to catch in it, it reads as he tries to catch football. It means tries to catch the football. The Raiders have been sending Brown other approved helmets to try out, but at this time he is not interested in wearing any of them. That's Jesus man. I am incredible. so glad my Eagles didn't trade for him. 
That's incredible, man. I don't even care if it was a late round pick. The, I'm. This is a headache, man. I, I I don't and you know what I didn't see the Raiders doing much this season anyway, but for this to be an added uh, element to their season, this is gonna be funny. Yo, did you know? Like, did you know he was this type of diva? Like, like were you aware? I'm not gonna lie and say I did. I, I just I I thought like you did that this was all a contrived thing and it's just kind of like circumstantial. Um, and everybody was just getting down on him. Ah, this is weird, man. This is I, like I don't even know what else to say about it. It's just weird. Like I'm pretty sure he's not the only one that would prefer to have a different type of helmet, but you just signed a fifty million dollar contract. Get out there and go. Like I don't know, man. It says here that. <laughs> Brown showed up to training camp wearing his old helmet with colors he repainted <laughs> to look like the Raiders design. He's still freaking out about it, one Raider player says. He hasn't been here for a while and no one knows where he's at. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, God. Man. <laughs> look. He's not winning this battle, bro. They've already banned the helmet. He's not winning this hel- this this uh, this battle. So, I'm assuming that it's going to look like he'll be retiring pretty soon. Um, wow, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. This is just weird. My dude has frostbitten feet. Yeah. Did you see the pictures? I saw him. Yeah. I'm like my dude. Up. Like Jesus. He went in just for something cool, you feel me? And then he left there with a problem. <laughs> and I don't know I don't know what that means. You know what I mean? Like I don't know I don't know how long that's gonna take to heal, if it heals at all. They I don't said know. It take, it's not gonna take long. He he should be fine before the well What's the regular season starts in the next month, right? Yeah. Yeah, that might go into the season. I mean, sometimes you can lose them joints. Like, um, I mean, this is not in my doctor's opinion. This is just... <laughs> <laughs> just like in my I overheard people say this condition. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, golly, I don't know. They're hard, numb, and pale. They're blistering. He has every single symptom, right? Um. I mean that it's it's obvious they're frostbitten. The problem is what's the prognosis and when do they heal? Like, if you go on myoclinic.org, he's already past the point where he needs to see a doctor, but that's <laughs> <laughs> that was already established. Um My dude, I really don't know what's the how I don't know how long it will take him to heal and I, I don't really see that. So um, I just don't. I don't know when they'll take him, when it, when he'll heal, and how long it'll be. Um, but at the same time, if he's not, if he's not, if it, this isn't supposed to be a long or extended problem, the other problem is very simple. The helmet is the is the other problem, and so like, and that seems like a problem that's so fixable. 
it's the most fixable thing I've seen, right? Like, how fixable helmet. is this situation? Just get a new helmet, my dude, and that's it. Like, at what point in your football life do you say, nah, <laughs> I ain't wearing no more helmets unless it's, <laughs> it's, unless it's this helmet? <laughs> what? I don't, I don't know, man. <laughs> Like, this is new. Think he's being targeted unfairly because I think, oh, man, I think he does. In this <laughs> I think he does, man. Like you can't go this far and think that you're not being uh, blackballed in some type of way. <laughs> <laughs> like they just went around the league. What type of helmet AB wear? Oh, you know what? We gotta get rid of that. He's catching too. Now, if you really watched him train over the over the um, off season. He already trains with stuff in his face. Like, yeah. Like, um, he was trying to catch the balls with, like, um, things covering his vision. This isn't, he trained for this. Like, this and is, see, like, and you, you know mean? what? <clears throat> it's not like he never has a defender in his face with his with the defender's hands being in his, in his line of vision. It's not like that's never happened before. So, I'm, I'm of the, I'm of the elk that, um, and look, he, I'm of the elk that he's beyond diva. He's he's a a whole nother level of diva right now. That's just straight up, right? Yeah. Um, but beyond the fact that he's a diva, um, bro, he's lost so many fans. Like he's lost so many AB fans. Like people were, like you know how Odell has his own clan of fans. Mm-hmm. Odell fans are most like like he can almost rival Beyonce. You know what I mean? Like he has his own so? fans. Like they're not Browns fans, they're not Giants fans. They're Odell Beckham Jr. fans, and they're probably LSU fans. And yeah, but even outside of LSU, because he's become like a pop culture sensation, he has fans everywhere. Mm-hmm. Right? He changed hairstyles. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he changed the way young men wore their hair for at least the last three or four years. Like that's been the deal ever since that one hand catch. He became the new coolest thing in the world. Right. And. You know, he's been a target for ridicule, all that kind of stuff. He just addressed the gay rumors. But outside of that, <laughs> he is he is his own thing. A.B. had that type of situation going for himself. Like, people loved Antonio Brown, straight up. But the more we get to notice, it's like it's like a nice... Well, I don't want to compare him to a nice-looking chick. But it's like... <laughs> see, it's like getting to know somebody, and you're like, yo, you're the worst. Like... You suck, like as a human being. Like, I'm not saying that about AB. Like, I know this. If somebody's like, you know, recasting, if this part gets cut out, they only get the part where I said that you're the worst. You suck as a human being. But, <laughs> but these type of actions don't endear him to any type of fan base. Like, nobody's in love with AB right now. Nobody, like, nobody's there. Like, nobody's. He lost so many people with this nonsense, bro. Like this, this is next level, man. I don't, I don't know what to say. Yeah. So, like, what? Um, let's just say that, that he's not playing this season. Can we though? Look. <laughs> yeah, we can. We can't. Say, it's possible. I'm not saying that he, he won't. Can't be, he but it's can't possible. Be that for real, like, okay, this is this is diva, but but deciding to really retire is just that's dumb. Well, he already said before the uh, before he got traded that he was willing to 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 leave us alone. So it's not like he hasn't flirted with the idea of retiring anyway. 
Yeah, but you know that. <laughs> I gotta stop saying that. But you know that person who's always <laughs> like, um, you know, person who always like, if you don't do this, I'm gonna commit suicide. If you don't do this, I'm a, I'm a like, um, I don't know, I'm gonna do something stupid. Like if you don't do this, it's a threat. And so the last time he threatened to retire if he didn't get his way, it worked. It did, yeah. So I feel like he's threatening to retire again if he doesn't get his way. And um, who will that hurt? It's not gonna. It's gonna hurt him, right? Um, but the oh yeah, because the- I guarantee if if they if 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 they don't give in, I mean if they if they decide to cave in on him with this, um, or I'm sorry, if they don't, and and he does not play, I like where where what other team is actually going to take that problem on? But but here's the thing. How much would this hurt the Raiders? Like they're already it, hurt. <laughs> but they are hurt. They're in the AFC uh, West. Dealing with him. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But bruh, this makes the Steelers look like geniuses. It does. This I, makes I, the Steelers I, look great, great. It does. Like they're like they had a problem, they recognized it, and they got rid of it. It's like, mm-hmm. and honestly, dang, man, I feel so bad. I, I kind of suck. Like, I was so against Roethlisberger. I was like, yo. Well, man, you know what? Forget Roethlisberger, <laughs> man. You know what? I don't think that it was either or. I, I felt like it was both of them. It's like two diva attitudes clashing. You think Roethlisberger the diva though? I don't think he's as diva as 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 Brown, but I mean he's got a little diva in him, man. I think he has more criminal in him. Like, <laughs> no, just my <laughs> just my thoughts. He that feels, too. He feels more like I don't know an uh, unconvicted rapist. Like that's kind of how he feels. <laughs> A little well, bit more. See, here's the thing. This is the reason why I say this. Because Big Ben placed the blame on Antonio. He placed the blame on Le'Veon. Yeah, I know what you're saying. He, he throws a lot of people under the bus. He throws a lot of people under the bus. And I don't <clears throat> I don't see that being a good thing. I see that I see that as being a little bit of diva. Um and I think it was. I think it's it's Ben's uh, Ben's personality and Antonio's personality clashing. Neither one of them were good together, personality wise. Play wise, they're 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 obviously crazy, but but personality wise, they they don't they don't mesh. So I I don't think it was either or. I think it was both of them. Man. <laughs> Mm-mm. I don't. I, I don't. I don't see what Oakland is going to be able to do to uh, really, rec- you know, do well with this. With even even with Antonio Brown, because you have you have the uh, the Chiefs, you have the Chargers, and then you know Broncos. But somebody said he got CTE. <laughs> Man, you gotta see these tweets, man. <laughs> John 
Hodges. Like, again, I'll be playing for the National Alliance of Mental Illness in the <laughs> Fantasy Football Charity League. That's and this, and you know what? Yeah, that's another thing I was going to bring up. This this is going to impact fantasy. Bruh, somebody's already drafting him. In Some, see, that's why, you don't, that's why you don't do draft, uh, fantasy drafts before the first season, first uh, preseason game. Yo, sidebar, 100% I'm with that. Like, every lead that I'm a commissioner over, we don't have our draft until after the third week of the preseason. Yeah. Because up until that point, God knows what's going to take place. Exactly. Like, nobody knows what's going to happen and, and who's going to be injured and big-time injuries happening. Yes, they happen during the season, but I'd rather go into the season with my full deck, like with everybody who I believe is going to be a big contributor on my team. Now, if I pick somebody, if I'm in a 14-team league and I pick somebody in the 15th round and they just so happen to get hurt the fourth week of the preseason, you know, God bless, right? Right. But, like, if if... <laughs> I'm not Brady's not playing in that fourth game. Breeze ain't playing that fourth game. Mahomes not playing in that fourth game. All your stars and the people I made first through maybe fifth round investments in aren't going to be playing in those first. I mean, that fourth preseason game. Mm-hmm. Most likely after that third preseason game, everything's a lock. That's when I like to to draft. And you're absolutely right. Yeah. Like no, you shouldn't be drafting that early. Yeah, and 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 especially uh, especially with with the a deep receiver um, class this year. If you go mm. out, if you went out and got Antonio Brown, if your draft, let's, what's today's date? This is August 9th. <laughs> if you had a draft late July and you drafted Antonio Brown, God help you, man. Yo, do you think this is my mom? And you know what? I'm going to stay on this much longer, but it's just so hilarious. <laughs> um, do you think that this is posturing in, like, its truest sense? Because he is he's, he's saying what he won't do, um, what he may do if, if, it's not, um, if it's not changed. But at the same time, that doesn't truly matter because what really matters is his feet are frostbitten and he can't <laughs> run anywhere right now. You know what I mean? I, so it, I mean, it, I think he was going to be on like, the sidelines either way. <laughs> yeah, no he's on the sideline either way, right? Yeah. Yo, Antonio Brown seemed like the dude who would show up, right? Like, just wearing his other helmet anyway. Uh, yeah. Like, he'll buy a and ticket to the game, fit in the stands <laughs> with his old helmet on. <laughs> <laughs> he'll march oh, out the boy. whole situation, bro. Just, yeah. Go sit in the stands wearing his helmet. Do interviews with, like, random people. We should call him. But anyway, so he <laughs> do interviews with random people only wearing his helmet. Skype interviews and everything. From now on, he's wearing his helmet. <laughs> he's taking a Ka- Kaepernick-type stand again. <laughs> oh, God. Speaking of, man, I've been, I've been arguing with uh, people on Twitter for the last... God, twelve hours maybe. About um, what? About Kaepernick. Still? I think, yeah, I think this is. I think this is his time to come back. <clears throat> I, this, this is a golden opportunity. You saw that um, the Eagles' backup quarterback got injured last night. 
it broke his left wrist. Mm. And he'll be out for six weeks. Granted, you're not like, you know, you're not like desperate right now, but this is the perfect opportunity to go after, um, go after Kaepernick as a backup uh, QB. Because Cody Kessler is not going to be a guy you want backing up Wentz. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I don't want I don't want Kessler in there. You have to ask this question, bro. He looked kind of trash last night. Here's the one question I got for you. What's that? How racist is your fan base? <laughs> it's not the fan base. It's one dude that has been like consistently like going at it with me. And is he an Eagles fan? I'm starting to think he's a bot. I don't oh, really? know. I don't know if he's an Eagles fan. I'm, I, 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 that just kind of crossed my mind earlier today, because um, he's still got he's got that little no picture, but thing. But that's that's the bulk of it, right? Like the bulk of it is, do you legit for real have a racist fan base? Can they take having him as the guy? Now remember, well, your fan base guy. is the same fan base. Well, he won't be the guy, but I don't want to say this to you because you <laughs> might not take it well. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. But with some quarterbacks, when your number two guy really matters. Know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I mean, Go ahead. Look, Go ahead. No, it, that's my whole point. Like, your number two guy, it, it's not harsh. It's just the fact that for the Eagles, the number two guy is a really big deal. Now, for some fan bases, maybe not, right? But your number two guy took you to a Super Bowl and won it. Yeah. So the up, number two the, guy really matters. Yeah. Am I right when I say that? No, no, no. You're, you're, you're correct. You're correct. So because the position matters so much, if Kaepernick now remember and I want to give you guys kudos for this you guys were the place that accepted Michael Vick when it was his time to come back yeah and other fan bases would not have been able to deal with that but not only did you guys accept him but then you also turned around and start wearing dog faces that was great (laughs) (laughs) so you guys (laughs) <laughs> that was beautiful. I never, I never pieced that together. <laughs> it just came to me. That was you, <laughs> but you guys are the fan base, right? That had McNabb, even though you booed him out of the building when you drafted him, y'all embraced him eventually. Mm-hmm. You bring in, um, you bring in Vic, right? Mm-hmm. Give him the, you know, give him a spot in that in the interim. Nick Foles was your guy. Right, yeah, and he had a yeah. pretty de- he had a Pro Bowl year, and that was he super d- cool. He did and what he was then, drafted to do. Yeah, you've embraced um, Malcolm Jenkins is one of the lead voices in the whole movement. Mm-hmm. Right, and he's he plays for the Eagles. There's a track record of the Eagles. Now remember, even when that whole McNabb thing happened, it wasn't because they wanted you know somebody else, right? Like they wanted another black guy. They just didn't get that black guy. They got this black guy. It was, you know, <laughs> same okay, it's okay. So. <laughs> I don't. Hey, Ricky Williams is the other black guy you got. <laughs> but forgot um, about him. But either way, 
if your fan base, I feel like the Eagles may be the oh wait wait it'll be tough though, because who was beefing for real? No no no. See, it wasn't Kaepernick, right? It wasn't Kaepernick and and um and Jenkins. It was um no no it was no no it was it was Eric um from the Cardinals. Eric Reed. No well and and Eric Reed yeah it wasn't it wasn't Kaepernick. Not Cardinals, I'm sorry. Um, Carolina. The Panthers, yeah. It wasn't Kaepernick uh, per se. It was one of Kaepernick's friends, Eric Reed. Um, right. So it wasn't Kaepernick per se. And I haven't seen any ill words exchanged between Kaepernick and Jenkins. No. And I actually disagree with Malcolm Jenkins on this one. Um, kind of settling and, you know, being quiet. That That wasn't the... That wasn't the best move that I thought for for that 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 cause. Um, you think him selling out the movement for I think he sold out I for think those sold millions out. was problematic? I, yeah, I think he sold out. Um, and I love Malcolm Jenkins, but on this this on this issue he was wrong. But I will I will say this: Zach Brown and Lane Johnson have had a beef for the last two maybe three years. And Zach Brown is now an eagle. They have squashed their beef. I think that Kaepernick, while he's he probably isn't the the voice, or he's not not the voice, but he's probably not the one, the main uh, uh, person with the issue with Cat with uh, Jenkins. I'm pretty sure he does have an issue with him settling and stuff like that. So I'm pretty sure that if Philly decided to go out and get Kaepernick, those two would end up being able to sit down and talk and settle everything. Um, here's the thing. If, and I, I don't, I don't perceive Carson Wentz having an issue going through the whole season because this whole narrative that he's never gone through a whole season is, trash he has gone through an entire season that was his rookie season so he's done it before i'm pretty sure he'll be good to do it again um but in the case that he just so happens to miss a game or two because of a small injury or something like that i would rather look at kaepernick to come in and fill in that position than cody kessler now Nate Sudfeld is a is a he's a really good op, uh, option, but I would prefer to have him as my third option, not my second option right now. Um, I think he's I think he's got a I think he's got opportunity moving forward to you know showcase what he can do, uh, but I, I don't I don't want him to be the second guy right now, not not with a not with a broken wrist, so um, I think Kaepernick would would be able to come in and, and do his thing. Now, speaking to what you were talking about, asking if uh, if the Philly base is racist, I don't think they're racist. Um, they didn't have an issue with Malcolm Jenkins protesting, nor did they have an issue with Chris Long protesting. Um, so I think I think they would be okay with bringing him in. Uh, it's just a matter of whether the, the the front office is willing to go that route. And if not, they need to find someone that's going to be able to be a good backup because I, I don't I don't want Cody Kessler to be the guy. Mm-mm. He can't be the guy, <laughs> not in Philly, bro. He can't be the guy. 
I don't think he can be. No. Now I, I will tell you this. How do you feel about how do you feel about the way he looked? Who, Kessler? Mm-hmm. He's trash. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Kessler, bro. And then then uh they had to pull him out because he got hurt. And then they put uh Clayton Thors Thorson, I think that's his last name. Uh the guy, the rookie we just drafted. And he's worse. He's worse than Kessler. This dude is throwing into extremely tight windows, getting picked off and everything. It just it didn't look good, man. I ended up turning the game off. I turned it off. I, I couldn't watch that anymore. That was just trash. So let's let's let me ask a few questions that some people who didn't watch the game may want to know. Uh-huh. Um, if if you didn't watch the game, they probably didn't watch. They probably just have these questions. Did Jordan Howard play? Jordan Howard played, I think, for one. I think it was like one series or something. How did he look? He looked good. Okay. He looked good. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm. Now here's the thing. I can't really give a, a full assessment on the running game because we didn't have our, our line there. You know what I'm saying? Those are third, second, and third string offensive linemen, and I'm not. Um, Outside of Andre Dillard, Andre Dillard will probably be he'll probably be starting, and he looked really good. Um, but outside of him, I'm not I'm not really grading the run game too much because of that offensive line. So the offensive line did did you get a chance to see did did you get a chance to see how um, how Miles Sanders looked? Not really. He he ran in I think for like a like two different plays that were like three, four yards, something like that. He he he's he's serviceable. He's really serviceable. I, I I'm impressed with him with what I've seen within training camp. So, you know, what I like I said, I couldn't really give too much of an opinion about the run game because we don't have our real offensive line out there. But from what I saw, he, he looks really good. How'd you feel about Mark and Mikel? Oh, uh, Sonny Michelle's brother. Yeah. Uh, I said Mikel, I mean Michelle. Bro, I I can't even lie. I didn't even know he was on the team. Mm. He surprised the hell out of me. I wouldn't mind having him on the 53-man roster. Now, I don't know who you take off, but I, I wouldn't mind having him on there. Cause he looks like he's worth the worth a shot. He has some really good speed, and that 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 touchdown that he that he made, I was impressed. I was really impressed with that. Also with the fact that Sudfeld put it like right there, and that was uh, I think that was like a thirty forty yard pass or something like that. It was a beautiful beautiful play. Now that was a seventy five yard bomb. Was it the was it no. That was the completion. I don't think that was the the total. You talking about the touchdown, right? Yeah, I don't think that was the. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, I think it pass. traveled. I think, um, yeah, it traveled probably about thirty yards. He ran for the, well, probably probably traveled for about forty five yards. He ran for the last thirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a that was really good. That was impressive. I I I, I liked what I saw with him, and then uh, our Sega Whiteside. My God, 
that dude is going to be really, really nice. He he has that big body like uh, Alshon Jeffrey does. Mm-hmm. And he can go get that 50-50 ball. He looks really good. There was one pass. I think it was the first pass that he uh, went to, to get. And it was like he caught it and then it just it bounced off the ground. But the 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 difficulty with which he you know turned his body and went to go get it, I was impressed. I mean, for for him being a rookie, I'm very impressed with him. I think Dude, I think the receiving core is going to be really really good this year. When you guys got JJ Sega Whiteside, I was I was <laughs> jealous. I'll just say it. <laughs> like I I saw him. I studied him for a while prior to the draft. Just watching him play, hearing his name over and over and over again pop up in all type of um, draft circles and mm-hmm. a bunch of draft analysts. Um, but just watching his film and just seeing him go through, I was like, "Yo, this dude is going to be a problem." He feels like, you know, he feels like uh, Alshon Jeffrey type of player. He feels a little bit like, um, you know, I'm not gonna give him Adam Thielen yet, right? Um, ah, yeah, that's a good comparison though. But he he could he could give you that you know what i mean like he could be that type of guy and so um if he develops properly and if he develops and there's no way not to develop you have veteran wide receivers there you have veteran qb now um i mean you got you have enough support around you to develop into a really good receiver as long as you study their habits right mm-hmm. so he could be he could be great and so um i was like i said i was jealous um and you know it seems like I was jealous for on purpose and for a good reason. Um, yeah. You also watched the Giants play, and bruh, I watched the first drive. That's and I all turned you need. it off, <laughs> bro. You, I mean, in the first in the first week of the preseason, everybody's watching the first quarter, maybe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Watching the first quarter, maybe, and then kind of from there, they're just like, "Yo, it's whatever," right, bro. So. So, I'm not gonna con- I'm not gonna say that Daniel Jones is the future yet. But Johannes Man the Keys, get his gold jacket ready, my dude. I, What's going on? <laughs> but they might need to go ahead and just move on from Eli and just give him the 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 the, the reins. I mean Are you serious? I'm gonna say I'm gonna tell you why I say that. Because you're already in a rebuild. Right? You went all in on Daniel Jones. You could have had Haskins, which Jones still has to prove to me that he's better than Haskins. So I'm not gonna give him I'm not gonna give him that yet. Yo, round one Jones. Round one Jones though. Did yeah. you see Haskins? Round one Jones. I would agree with that. I saw some I saw some of his highlights. Um low he got light. two he got oh, low lights, yeah. <laughs> 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 he had two interceptions, correct? Well, I saw one. Okay, I, I Jones looked good. I I would move on from Manning. Um, build up that offensive line with any free agents that you can get during the season, and then even an off season or, or draft. Do that because I I I, <clears throat> I don't see the reason to to get him and have him sit on the bench right now. Yo, I really I'm don't. You, New York is a project this year. Again. Pat Shermer just said this. I know you're excited, but slow your roll. Yeah. 
slow your roll. That that's kind of his whole thing. And that was to the Giants fan base. Yeah. Right. It's like yeah. slow your roll. This isn't the end all be all for him, right? Like this this isn't it. He had a really good he had a really good drive. Mm-hmm. Right. He had a really great drive, and I've seen Eli orchestrate some drives like that last season. So you can't, you know what I mean? Like, I think I understand your point. You're saying if we're moving towards the future, don't hold back. Like, give him the whole range to the whole entire thing and, and force him to grow on the field. Right. But some of your great quarterbacks didn't grow like that, and they weren't forced to grow like that. Yeah, and Aaron, Aaron Rodgers sat be, on the bench for three years. Trying to be good. Who? Aaron Rodgers sat on the bench for three years. Um, yeah, yeah, I, I I agree with that. Um, I'm just saying, embrace the rebuild. Like this, this is honestly the only way he's going to really fully develop is by being on that field. And I'm sorry, Eli is not a guy that. If I'm in a rebuild that I just want to just have out there, I would rather put Eli either as a backup or trade him. If I'm in a rebuild, then the smartest thing for me to do, and and I I really understand. I understand what you're saying. This is my rebut to what you're saying, though. If I'm in a rebuild... I think the smartest thing to do is bring my next quarterback along the best way I can. Right. right. And and that may not be in the middle of the fire with my poorest offensive line. That's that true. may be that may be a little bit different. So I I may bring him along a little bit slower and continue to try to build my offensive line, right? Um to the point where I feel confident in him. Um and it's also okay. So Philip Rivers sat behind Breeze, right? Before he came onto the scene, Eli sat behind Kurt Kurt Warner before he came on the scene. Mm-hmm. Some of those good, great—I mean, good, well, I'm sorry—excellent quarterback stories start off with them being in a apprentice role. Right. And I feel like this young man especially with the New York media and all the people who hated on him being drafted that high mm-hmm. needs to be a little bit more protected. I, I, I would agree. He, they do need to go ahead and get their offensive line built up. Um, and it might, it, I mean, I'm not against allowing Eli to just be the starter and allow Jones to just sit back. I'm not against it at all, but I also I'm not against him just being the guy either. And that's not just based on one play. If like I said if you're if you're talking about a rebuild and which they've been doing for a few years now. Um if you want to fast track it, just build them more assets. See what you can get for Eli Manning. Even though I think that the only place that would have probably been the best place to trade him was to Jacksonville. But see what you can get for him. Because at this point, it just doesn't make sense to have him there. He's not doing anything. He's not. Shoot, I'd take him as a backup in Philly, to be honest. 
Eli. You, you know I, I think Eli would be um well he could be useful. Where? I think in Miami he could be useful. Oh yeah. Um most definitely. But at the same time, like do you bring him in to a three quarterback situation to compete with Josh Rosen and Ryan Fitzpatrick? If he, I'd if rather you... Fitz I'd rather Fitz Magic go to the Giants and be the person to bridge the gap or have Fifth Magic go to you guys and be the guy behind Wentz. Um, Would you hate that? Because if you only need him for three games, he's the best. I, w- I wouldn't be against it. I wouldn't be against it. Um, but like I said, I also wouldn't be against trading for Eli. <laughs> as crazy as that sounds. I wouldn't be against it. Just have Eli back up Carson um and uh just have him there. Just have him have him there teaching uh uh Thorson and 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 Wentz as well. I mean, there's there's no harm in, in learning more. I wouldn't be against that. But to your point, Fitzpatrick would not be a bad option at all. He would not be a bad option option at all. I, I think um I think it is time for, for New York to go ahead and move on from Eli though. I think it is. I, I if if I were them, I would I would go ahead and just embrace the, the rebuild and go for it and see what you can do, what you can get for him. Mm. I mean you might just get like a second or third round pick, but so what? Go for it. Man, I got to ask you some more questions. I got to get to the other few people that everybody didn't get a chance to see, but you did, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Talk to us about the Titans. How did you feel they looked in their debut? They look good. Um, I will say this, though. I am concerned about Mariota from the standpoint that the first preseason game you're out there that tells me one of two things Tennessee does not have faith in him and they're still trying to evaluate him or they might be trying to get rid of him because you think so? I, there's no other reason bro did Carson Wentz play did Eli play? Mm. Is Drew Brees playing? Tom Brady play? Tom Brady will not play. So if I'm Drew saying Brees if is your not guy to play tonight, right? I think he should though. So if your guy is not out, if 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 those clear cut number one QBs are not out there, why is Mar- Mariota out there? There's something to be said. He they they have to be evaluating him to see if if they want to continue to go down this road with him or trade him. Because I think he's up for his for his contract this after after this season, correct? Like he and Winston are both up for the contract right now, right? So mm. this is this is a prove it year for them. For both of them. But the fact that Mariota was out there playing does not look good. And it was a short it was a short series. 
I think he was out there for like maybe two or three drives. But still, <laughs> why is your starter out there? Your starting quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Now, I, I understood why Jordan Howard was out there because they're just getting more reps in, and then, and then he, went, he went out. Um, but Mariota didn't even look good to me like that. And that was against second and third string players. That didn't look good at all. Mariota didn't look good. I didn't like what I saw. Mm. He only targeted, I think, um, God, I forgot that, that guy's name. Um, but he targeted one of his receivers the majority of his time out there. One. And then Deion Lewis just ran the ball. Like, it wasn't, it wasn't impressive. There has to be something going on in Tennessee, man. I don't, I, like, I don't see any other reason why. Mm-mm. Man, I say, I don't, I don't see another reason why he is the guy either, right? I don't see why he would be that guy. That draft just wasn't really great for, for quarterbacks, yeah, man. It wasn't. If you look at that overall draft, I, the 2015 draft didn't produce a. Actually, there's a lot of people who. I don't, I don't want to call them bust, but I mean, where are we? We're definitely three years after, right? There's a lot three, of guys yeah. who didn't really do super well. No, four years. Yeah, I mean, we're four years out, right? So, yeah, yeah there's a lot of guys. That's what I'm saying. We have, I A lot of people say give them at least three years, right, before you start judging drafts. But yeah, yeah. some of those guys outright didn't perform well. Some guys did, though. Um, mm-hmm. Jameis Winston. I mean, the jury's still out. That sucks, but it is. Marcus Mariota, they were they went one and two in the draft, and those two guys are two guys who people will be looking to. I wouldn't be surprised if Winston is starting. And if Winston is starting, right? In the preseason game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If Winston's starting and, Mar- and Mariota's starting, that says all we need to know about how oh, yeah. they're valued. And I think you're absolutely right when you bring up the fact that why is he playing? Why is he starting? Isn't this wrong? <laughs> and it is, and it's only wrong if you have full confidence in your number one guy. Right. If you don't have full confidence in your number one guy, then he needs to be out there so so you know they can see him. Matt Ryan didn't play um, this first game, but honestly, Matt Ryan was going to play. The only problem is this. The only difference is this is their second preseason game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he was going to play. The only problem was that the conditions of the field weren't good enough for him to play in that game. So because it was kind of rainy, wet, um, they decided not to play him. They didn't play Calvin Ridley. Um, where did they play? I don't know where they played. I got to look, look back. Let me see. I can find out where they played. But I know the conditions of the field weren't great. Who were they playing against? They played against the Dolphins. They were in okay. Miami. Okay, okay, okay. They were in Miami. They played against the Dolphins. So, I mean, I could I could were, see a second preseason game because this is their second one. I could see that. Yeah, I but, I could um, see so that like more so than anything else. They were scheduled to play. They just want. They just didn't play. They didn't want to play. Yeah, I I I could see that because of of it being their second preseason game. You want to play like maybe one drive. Uh, or maybe one quarter, right? But yeah, Mariota doesn't strike me well, bro. I don't, I don't get that. 
And I don't know if it's all his fault either because outside of what Derek Derek Henry um who else is in 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 Tennessee? Mm. Like their offensive line isn't that great. Outside of Derrick Henry, who else is in Tennessee? Yeah. So, Corey like, Davis is there. What pieces do they have there around around Mariota? Corey is Davis is there. Uh-huh. Right? Um, A.J. Brown, wide receiver from Ole Miss. They just drafted him. He's there. They thought they were going to get D.K. Metcalf. The only reason I remember that is because I was at the draft next to this kid from, um, from the Titans because the mm-hmm. draft was held in Tennessee. So I was next to this kid who really wanted DK Metcalf, and he was like, <laughs> "When they didn't draft DK Metcalf and they went the opposite way, this kid, like, he almost cried, but he didn't. He held on, <laughs> and like, he was like, get DK Metcalf, DK, like everybody wanted DK Metcalf. Well, he didn't leave, um, and so they went the opposite way. So they do have some weapons around him. So having Corey Davis as a weapon." Having um, AJ Brown as a weapon, having Adam Humphreys, who Mariota starts to find some, yeah, Humphreys. That's that's who Mariota was throwing to the entire time. Hold up, that was so that having, was that was this um, guy. So having those guys um, really helped him out. You know what I mean? Like having. Um, Having those guys really helped out Marcus last night. So, mm, they have to build their offensive lineup, man. It's, it's it's concerning to me. They have to. It's concerning to me, but still, you you don't feel like you super have to do that when you have a mobile quarterback, and so. But he's not even mobile. <laughs> he can't who? run, Mariota. What you mean? The the line collapses way too much. I'm not saying oh, he's not. Saying, uh, I'm saying not saying he's not mobile. <laughs> he can't get out. No. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Um, but I mean that stuff. That stuff takes time, man. Like it, it, it takes time to really build up and develop. Um, you know those type of players. I wanted to quickly before we left. I wanted to talk about what I saw with the Browns. Okay. And what I saw with the Cardinals, and I'll start off with the Cardinals first. Did you see the Cardinals? I I saw a highlight of uh, Murray, but nothing major. Dude, Murray looks good. Yeah, he yeah. looks like a little short. Um, I don't even know what to call him. It looks like a little short, accurate, fast guy, like <laughs> <laughs> like a smaller uh, 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 Russell Wilson. He feels it a little bit. Like it, it's kind of like um. It's like this blend of Mahomes. I don't want to give him Mahomes, but his arm strength looked great. Um, I'm, I want to talk about. I'm, I'm gonna talk about those two quarterbacks really quickly, right? So uh-huh. Baker Mayfield looked like Drew Brees, just younger and with a much stronger arm. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, he ran the offense that efficiently. Um, Kyler Murray, he threw the ball so accurately, and um, you can see his arm strength was very his arm strength is i mean it's, it's there like you it's there yeah. it's wonderful man like he was putting he was placing the ball exactly where he wanted to it looked like he had command of the offense he was avoiding the rush which everybody expects him to do right mm-hmm. but you can tell that that offense will be 
a little it'll have a college feel to it, which means that they'll spread the field, they'll mm-hmm. do the um the run pass options, right? Um, they'll do those things consistently and they'll they'll be a little creative with it, right? So they're gonna right. do all of that stuff. Um he has he has good receivers around him, right? Not to mention Larry Fitzgerald, who's mm-hmm. definitely there. I'm ex- I'm just excited for the young man because he looked like a very mobile blend of awesome quarterbacks, man. Like I, I can't, I can't say it enough. Like I really felt like I want to give him Russell Wilson. I want to give him Russ. I want to give him Russ. Okay, cool. I'll go with Russ because <laughs> I go with Russ. I okay. wanted to give him a little bit more than that because I feel like, I feel like Russ has a good arm. Russ has a good arm. I just don't feel like he has a Patrick Mahomes level arm. Nah, nah, he doesn't. So I feel like this kid's arm strength is a little bit different from Russ. So a little bit stronger than Russ, a little weaker than than Mahomes. I don't. Strength I think West. he's on par with Mahomes. I just haven't seen okay. the proof yet. Okay. Okay. Because the way he threw the ball from different angles, like he threw the ball from several different angles, and every, no matter which angle he threw it from, it was still an accurate ball. And I didn't see bad throws. I didn't see bad reads. I didn't see like that's the. That's the stuff that brings me back to uh, Russell Wilson because when he first came into the league and you saw him in those preseason games, mm-hmm. he played so well, meaning that he just played he so smart. He yeah. was very smart and efficient, and he yeah. just, you know, he just he just won the job outright, right? Yeah, like he won the job outright, and and I was thinking that I'm looking at this guy, right? I'm looking at um, Kyler Murray, and the guy just looks so in control. He looks like he's like he looks like almost veteran like as he moved the the team down the field. No, it didn't end off in the first touchdown for him, right? Um but it he did look like a player that was good. Um I'm, I looked at also David Johnson and some people were expecting a bounce back year for him. Mm-hmm. I did see the explosive running from him that I used to see. Really? I didn't see the explosiveness. Like you used to be able to watch him play and you could see an explosive player. And yeah. honestly, I didn't see an explosive player. Um, I did see a good runner. I saw a good running back, but I didn't see the explosion. I didn't see, um, I, I just didn't see it. So mm. I'll be looking forward to that as, as we progress through the, um, through the preseason. I'll be looking at him specifically because he's somebody who people are targeting maybe like, not first round anymore because he's not in that conversation anymore. Round he's more third. like second round, third round in fantasy drafts, right? Yeah, yeah. And so people are thinking about him in that light. If they are, then he's somebody we need to pay attention to. Um, yeah. See that and that. FM. Based on what you were just talking about, I'm still I'm trying to figure out why Michael Crabtree decided to not sign with them. Because I'm gonna be honest, when when when. The news came out that Crabtree did sign with Arizona. I was immediately thinking about how well he would play with Murray and and Fitzgerald, like how good of a look that would be. I hope he does sign with them. I hope he does because that would just be another weapon for Murray. That that's going to be beautiful to see. I I, I did see his highlights. Um. Like I said, I don't, I don't go, I don't get too excited from the first. I really don't get excited about preseason in general. But the things that you want to see from certain players, you saw with Murray. 
Mm. So I'm 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 excited to see what what he can do. Man, when I look at him overall, I I think he's going to be one of those guys who it just <laughs> man, I just think he's going to be one of those guys that's a generational talent. I really do. I think he'll be a generational talent. Yeah. Um, he looks calm. Of, yeah, he looks calm. He looks like he's in control. Um, I got to see him in front of the media a little bit more. He's always looked a little weird there. Yeah. Um, I honestly think Crab Crabtree. <laughs> I don't know if he wanted to play a keep to leave two two times a year. Oh, so he's like running like uh, Lonzo Ball saying did saying from Darian Fox. I'm not saying that he's running. I'm just saying that maybe he didn't want that smoke in divisional games, knowing that everybody would be hyping. I mean, maybe that was what it was. Maybe he felt that that team didn't really, you know, maybe the offense was too complicated to learn mm-hmm. um, in the, in a short amount of time. Um, I really thought that he would be a good fit with the New Orleans Saints. He would, and the and the same type of role that uh, receiver, and the same type of role that that Des was supposed to be. Right. Um, yeah. Even though Dez, I'm, I'm hearing reports that Dez giving is going to give the Saints first rider refu- refusal when okay. he's when he's ready to sign. Um, at the same time, in the same in the same breath, he was like, "I'm not really interested in football right now." Um, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. At 30, my God, you know that's kind of tough to deal with. Yeah. Um, now the last thing I want to say is before we head out, man, and I think it's been a great talk. Um, I got to give a shout out to the Browns because they look dangerous. They look, they look good. dangerous, man. Like, and my dude Baker Mayfield didn't even have his weapons, yo. Yeah. Jarvis Landry was on the sideline. He just yeah. lost Duke Johnson. Odell Beckham's on the sideline. My dude was tearing it up. Yeah. He was tearing it up, yo. Yeah. Like, Jeez, like he looked so good, so clean. I mean, I feel like he's I'm telling you, man, like this dude reminds me so much. Well, with the speed and efficiency in which he ran the offense, he, he is just so brief. It's so brief. And I the first really? time I saw it, I'm gonna tell you the first time I saw it. Junior year, I believe. I think they were in the playoffs playing against I wanna say Alabama. Mm-hmm. And I just saw him march down the field so consistently, and he was so in control of that offense and that team. Like he just looked so good. He looked so like in control and in charge. And I said to myself, "This guy, this guy, has every single tool you need to be a successful quarterback in the NFL." And, bruh, the I mean, when the Browns selected him first overall, there were questions. There are no yeah. more questions. No, no, no. He's he's answered a lot of those questions. Um, I have no issues with the Browns. I think that they're going to be really tough this year. I I, I don't want to immediately put them in a Super Bowl like like most people have. No, I'm I'm not saying Super Bowl. But they're gonna definitely make the playoffs. There's no questions about that. They're gonna they're gonna really do well this year. Um. I mean, you can't do any worse than what they've done over the last few years, right? Um, so I think I think they're going to look really good. But let me ask you this question. 
if David Johnson looked the way that he did in that game, if you're in Arizona, would you think about trading for Melvin Gordon? Um, if that explosion yeah. is not there. Yeah, because I'll have – right now is the time, and this is the way NFL teams have been handling this as of late, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. This is the way they've been handling this as of late. Most NFL teams have made their major investments while their quarterback was young exactly. and still on a rookie contract. Yeah. Which means that they have enough money mm-hmm. to go out and make an investment like that and to make Melvin Gordon happy, at least for the next four years. Mm-hmm. So... With that being said, yeah, I think they should go out and get a Melvin Gordon. At the same time, David Johnson didn't look horrible. He looked good. He just didn't look as explosive as I'm used to seeing him. He didn't look like the same David Johnson that was the number one, number two overall fantasy pick two or three years, or two years ago. Right, right. So, no, he's not there. Yes, I would put in a bid for... Melvin Gordon, but if I am the Chargers, based on what I saw last night, well, based on what I saw today, because I kind of watched the game today, Eckler mm-hmm. looks good. Justin mm-hmm. Jackson is not – he's good. He's decent, but he's not um, hes not Melvin Gordon. Based on what I saw today, I might slow my roll on that and just go ahead and pay Melvin Gordon, to be honest with you. Which Eckler I think they should. great number two guy, but yeah. I can't – he can't be my number one all year, right? Right, right. So I, I just pay Melvin. I yeah, but they're they're they're. I've heard a lot of analysts talk about how, uh, how really good Eckler is, and also talking about um, what's name Johnson? No, Justin Jackson. Justin Jackson. I've heard them talk about that duo being able to carry that run game, and I, I'm I'm just not too sure that. Melvin Gordon would be the guy that you want to lose if you're the Chargers. Now, if and, you're if you're bringing in a David Johnson around that around that group, I'm not sure that it would be a bad idea. But I don't see just giving up Melvin Gordon like that. I I really don't. Man, let me. Oh my gosh, bro! Like, I, I'll I'll finish I'll, I'll finish saying what I say about the. About them going out and get him, yes. Um, if I'm them, I I would make that move. I would at least put in the bid, see if that's possible. I want to say one more thing about those Browns, though, Bruh. Yeah. Jesus, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> so I'm telling you, this is gonna be a season, bro. This is gonna be a season for them. It's gonna be a season. Think about it. Even eight games in, they're even if they're good to start off with, eight games in, they get Kareem Hunt. Nick Chubb already looked great. Oh last Jesus, night. I forgot about Kareem Hunt. They gonna get Kareem Hunt at game eight. You feel me? Like, <laughs> man, look. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a problem, bro. Like, you got a, you got two number one receivers. Yes, um, I think Antonio Callaway, I think he just got a four-game suspension from the NFL. Mm-hmm. So you won't have him, even though he's having a great camp. When they get him back after four games, that'll level up. Um, you know, a few games after that, they'll level up. They got Greedy Williams, bro. They got <laughs> Who looks amazing. Yeah, he looks good. Like he's he's been looking great. Um I like Greedy. Got Miles Garrett coming off the edge. Like 
it's just so much to this team, bro. So many layers. Like, it's mm-hmm. so many layers. Now, man, just I, I just I just expect them to be so good. But anyway, that's I mean, that's that's all I gotta say about the Browns, bro. I think the Browns will be great. You think the Eagles will be great. I think the Cardinals will be fun to watch this year. I don't yeah. give them I don't give them status like greatness, but I think they'll be fun to watch. And Kyler Murray will be a fun quarterback to pay attention to. Um you talked fantasy about pick the, up for you? Huh? Fantasy pickup for you? Murray? Yeah. Um, maybe, maybe a late pickup. Okay. Maybe a late pickup. Um, I've just got off the the line with um Elliot Chris of the Quiet Edge. Uh-huh. What he basically said was, well, he talked about Kyler Murray, um, and you know he talked about how Kyler Murray is a is a good late round pickup because the offense is a fantasy match made in heaven. Oh yeah, because it's just um, it's just uh, they're gonna throw over yeah. and over and over again. Yeah, they're gonna throw it so much, and because they're gonna throw it so much and so often that. You know, you look at this guy who can not only throw, but he said the offense was designed to where they'll have to defense. They'll have to be in man coverage, and all they really need is you know one of those guys to turn their head with the receiver, and then Kyler Murray can break off for a forty-yard run. Mm-hmm. And he has that type of speed. And so you're looking at a team that's just a like I said, man, it's just a fantasy beautiful situation, yeah. right? Yeah. Very similar to the people who made the Patrick Mahomes investment last year. Mm-hmm. Um, the Browns look – so those quarterbacks look good. So Mahomes, Mayfield, Kyler Murray, um, and only one who's not really – Kyler Murray is kind of lower, the much lower end of that because he's not proven. Mm-hmm. But if you're willing to take a risk, he's the quarterback to take the risk with. That's interesting. So that's my thought, man. Um Mariota, the Titans, you, you said they need help. And then Daniel Jones, who, who you know, you, you want to give him the keys to the ship. Not based on, not just solely based on, on his play uh, yesterday. Um, but he looks like, to me, he looks like he has the patience um, and the uh, ability to, to start right now. I'm not saying that he'd be he he'd take the Giants to the NFC championship or anything like that. Um but I think that he'd be worth starting just so he can get his feet wet, go ahead and get his bumps and bruises and 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 build up that offensive line. Cuz what you have you have uh Ingram as your tight end and Barkley yep. as your running back. It's worth going ahead and, and, and building that offensive line now. It's worth it. Gettleman doesn't look as bad as he did draft night. I'll say that. That's real. I, I was no, laughing. That's real. I was laughing <laughs> with that pick. I was I was on the floor. But 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 Gettleman does not look bad today. Not at all. And Gettleman has looked bad a lot over the last two years. And I'll give him his props. Gonna, that whole situation will keep Daniel Jones with a consistent chip on his shoulder, whether he ever says it or not. Oh, yeah. And so I want to see if that helps him to develop. He'll definitely work hard. And, you know, he's he's, he's a lot more mobile than Eli. That's just hands down, right? Oh, yeah. Um, I just, I really, like I said, I really don't know how this story will play out. But, hey, round one for him, 
Haskins need has a lot of work to do. Oh yeah, most definitely. Haskins has a lot of work to do. Most definitely. But he's going to have some weapons to play with too. You got Geis and, and uh Peterson back there. He's going to he's going to have some help, but he definitely he has needs no to get wide receiver weapons. He has no though. wide receivers. Nope. Like nope. Josh Doxson is just not it like at all. Yeah, he's just not it. So I'm um, I'm concerned about his weapons at the wide receiver position. Um I mean, but hey, that didn't stop <laughs> that didn't stop your boy. Russell Shepard was out there getting it done done. Oh yeah. So I don't <laughs> that didn't stop the Giants. So I don't know what's the there's no excuse for Haskins in this situation because it's not like the Giants have Golden Tate because he's hurt. Sterling Shepard, you know, <laughs> he's hurt. Victor Cruz is, you know, not coming back, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he's not walking through those doors. <laughs> he's not coming back. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Yo, it's been fun talking, man. Yes, um, sir. All right. Go all ahead right, and tell man. the people how to find you, man. All right, man. Uh, this has been another episode. Well, brand new episode of um of Sideline Guys, our season premiere. Uh, so I hope you guys uh, are able to check us out on Facebook. Uh, just look up Sideline Guys, at Sideline Guys, or look up um, on Sidelines Group on Facebook and look us up on, on Instagram as well uh, at sideline guys. We are, we're trying to, I'm, I'm trying to think of a good giveaway right now because I want to uh, either give a copy of Madden 20 or uh, NBA 2K 20. I'm trying to think of what com- uh, competition we should have next. So Yo, the crazy part is we're, we just got off the line talking about the Madden 20 giveaway just yesterday. So oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, if if you guys go with the Madden 20 giveaway, then that'll be great because there'll be two copies of Madden they can get. <laughs> <laughs> there'll be two yeah. contests going. Plus, you know, our dude in the group, um, uh-huh. he has he has the contest going on right now for, well, he had the first one already, Kevin Gray Jr. of um, of Clutch Talk Sports. He, they already had their first Madden giveaway. They're oh, running yeah, a right. second Madden giveaway right now. Okay, okay. So you guys can, I mean, that's a good one. And yeah. we thought about the man giveaway, but I think we may go a different route. So, uh, but either way, you guys, a man giveaway is the truth right now, right? Bro, the only thing is trying to figure out what the competition is. That's really it. Because I think I'm yeah. going to end up doing it for Madden and for NBA 2K. So, yeah, either one of those would be a great giveaway, bro. Yeah, yeah. But uh, give your information, bro. Tell people where they can find you. MTMV Sports, you can find us everywhere. Anywhere you go and catch your podcast, you can check us out there. On Android, on Podcast Republic, you can check us out there. If you have Spotify, we're on Spotify. If you don't have Spotify and you want to be on Apple Podcasts, that's what's up. You can catch us there, too. Um, If you have Anchor, the app, uh, Anchor, you can find us there on Anchor. You can find us on Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you like to listen to your podcast, and even the Himalaya, po- Himalaya app as well, right? So wherever you like to listen to your podcast, you can find MTMV Sports. People are like, yo, is it, what is it, MTV? No, it's not MTV. It's, <laughs> it's, it's my team, my voice. So MTMV Sports, you can find us everywhere. Um, and, you know, you can follow us on Twitter, super active on Twitter, um, always posting, right, like probably like yeah. 20, 13,000 times a day or whatever. Yeah. Um, you can find us on IG. Um, just, just active, man. What I want you to do is get involved. You can get involved. You can call into our show. And you can listen to our um, radio 
station, well, our radio show, which happens every Saturday morning on Dash Radio. So download the Dash Radio app, look up God's House of Hip Hop, and on GH3 Radio, you can find us right there every Saturday morning. Um, from If you're on Eastern Standard Time, it's from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. every week. You'll find our show. All right, guys. That's been another episode of Sideline Guys. We'll catch you all later. We out.